0: Hello everyone and welcome to the third episode of the Vistamar podcast. I'm your host Joey.
1: I'm Ava. I'm Mia. I'm Maddie. I'm Kai. I'm Jennifer.
2: I'm Matthew.
3: And I'm Mrs. Galvan.
0: This week we are going to be discussing the holiday season, COVID restrictions, and our plans over break. Our first topic this week is new COVID restrictions.
1: Yeah, so I feel like a lot is going on, but in a nutshell, a lot of outdoor recreational centers have been ordered to stay at 50%, and restaurants have been ordered to stay closed between 10 p.m. and 6 a.m. Uh, Theaters and other outdoor event spaces have been closed. Indoor gyms and fitness studios have been closed otherwise But if they're outside, they can be open at 50% capacity. And um, bars, nightclubs, salons, barbershops, all been closed. That's that's a really brief version of what's happening. And I suggest that you do your own research because there's a lot of really valuable information to learn because LA is in a new kind of lockdown situation that's different from what it was when we initially locked down in March. Well, that's really interesting, actually. I didn't know that everything was going to close to
0: 50%. I sort of thought everything was just going to close, but that's actually really interesting.
4: Yeah, I also thought it was interesting how they closed down restaurants again. I mean, I think that's for the better, but I kind of thought, like, they were really just going to shut everything down. Like, it was kind of like, I thought they were going to close down gyms. Like, I'm still doing soccer practice. Um, They're allowing kids um, in elementary school, like, grades, um, kindergarten through second, I think, like back. I think that's really interesting because I would think it would, it would be like, they just shut everything down. Like, so I thought that was pretty interesting. I mean, I, I'm just hoping um, the cases are going to go down day by day, but yeah. A
1: cool thing restaurants are doing is they're getting, uh, especially on the East coast where it's going to get colder Um, They're getting greenhouses um, for plants big enough for to put a table in and to hold like five or six people, obviously in one family. And they are putting heaters in them and sanitizing each between each person so they can still make uh, money and serve people and do dining. But since it can't be outdoors, they have to find a more creative way of doing it. And I thought the greenhouse thing was kind of cool.
5: Yeah, that's actually really cool. (laughs) like that's actually really creative with how they're doing it
2: yeah uh I know one thing with the cover restrictions um the outdoor dining was kind of like I don't know I was kind of like very mixed on it because it's like you know yeah you still got the restaurants and stuff like that but then also they started doing that more in the fall when it gets colder so like you're outside and some places don't have heaters and you're like really cold and your food gets cold easily so I. At least we still have that resource, but um, I'm hoping that, you know, just things get better. And I know closing down is like a big thing for us because, you know, especially in Los Angeles, like, you know, everybody wants to go everywhere and do this and do this. But we need to stop doing that now so that way we can get better and get back on track. Because I feel like the more we keep diving into things like that, the worse it's going to get and the the harder it will be to fix.
4: Yeah, kind of going with the COVID restrictions, um, I know that it's probably gonna affect a lot of the holiday plans this year. So, I mean, I'd love to hear about like, maybe if anyone's doing something different this holiday season, whether it's not visiting family or doing something different Christmas Eve or a different um, tradition. I mean, for me, uh, I normally go to a Hanukkah party um, with a bunch of my relatives and I know that we're not doing that this year. So, I was kind of bummed out about it, but I mean, still celebrating Hanukkah, so not really a difference, but I mean, if anyone else, anything.
2: Yeah. Um, For me, the big thing about the holiday season, December, is there are so many birthdays in my family in December. There's my birthday on the 12th, um, my dad's birthday, my sister's birthday, my grandpa's birthday, like my cousin's, like there's so many December birthdays, and then add Christmas on top of that, it gets like so stressful. But usually we'll have like a big, not a big party, but like we'll all kind of celebrate together and I have a really big family. And uh, with COVID, we can't really do that this year. So now it's just like, we probably will stay at my grandma's house, but then like the whole rest of my family is like kind of separated because of COVID and it kind of stops the, the celebrations of everyone. So COVID is definitely taking a toll on us this holiday. Um,
3: Yeah, everyone. I usually take my kids down to San Diego. That's where both my husband and I are from. Um, And in fact, I've never celebrated Christmas at my own house. Um, I've always gone to like an in law's house or my parents' house. So this will be the first time that I'll celebrate Christmas at my own house with my kids and have it just be us. And so I'm, on one hand, kind of excited about like that little tradition, but I'm also kind of sad because I won't get to see my nieces. but it's just it's tricky for me because part of my family doesn't follow the restrictions really carefully and I I'm not messing with it. So I'm we're just gonna say, you do your own thing and we'll do our thing.
6: For me, um every year on Christmas break, I usually tend to travel and this year we're still stro- we're still traveling, but like it's gonna be a lot different. Like we're like driving. And also, like, where we're going, we're going to, like, Utah, and there's going to be, like, restrictions on what we can do versus, like, if it wasn't a pandemic. So I'm, like, more limited on that. So
0: Yeah, not only is the holiday season changing, but plans over break are also changing a lot. Like, travel restrictions are in place now, so that changes a lot of things. Does anyone have any changed plans that they're not able to do anymore or plans that they're still able to do?
1: Well, you know, like,
7: just in general, you know, things have been uh, kind of different. Uh, by the way, hey, it's Jeremy. I'm Jeremy. That's my name. Uh, I wasn't able to be here at the introduction of the podcast. How you guys doing? But, uh, yeah, the, like, usually, like, during the break, I wouldn't have anything specific planned, but, like, usually, like, just go to people's houses, hang out. Sometimes it would be people's birthdays during the break, so a lot of that. And now it's just, like, it's, like, like, the entire year kind of feels like this weird break. Because usually you break your at home for extended periods of time if you don't have any specific plan or just wait for school for a while. But you still have school. So it's like, there's a weird limbo of a break that I've been constantly been in. And so it's kind of weird going into a break because, like, it's just, like, this now but with no homework. And so it's, like, it doesn't really feel like a break.
2: Yeah, for um, – I had some fun plans over the break, too. My plans um... – my family and I, we were going to go to like Tahoe. We had rented a really nice like cabin house. It was super cute. We had bought some decorations to decorate the house. We were planning on staying there for a week. And just yesterday we got an email saying that um, it was canceled because of the stay at home order. So we were really bummed out and we were really excited to go on this trip. But now we're, we'll might go to like Big Bear. Hopefully we find something there or we'll just like, you know, stay at home. So, yeah.
5: Um, for me, I always stay at home anyways, like my family doesn't do traveling, all that stuff. Um, so I'm actually like, I actually have things that are being added to like what I'm doing over the break. Like, um, so it's a lot more cheerful on my end. (laughs) Um, I'm gonna be like talking with my friends more because like normally over breaks, I don't get to do that as much because everyone's always busy. But my friends and I, we're already planning to do like a bunch of Zoom meetings and stuff like that. Like we play video games together. It's gonna be like really nice because I get to talk to my friends more and see like them despite it being a screen. It's just gonna be a lot more nicer.
1: I feel like what's kind of really sad about all of this is when all of this, when Corona hit and we started locking down, there was a lot of, well, maybe summer break we can travel or maybe this and then we couldn't travel in summer break it was maybe we can travel in winter break and that was a lot of what our conversations were with my family like it was really sad when we had to make the decision or when it was taken out of our hands and it was just oh we can't travel for Christmas this year because uh, my family's always traveled for Christmas and I've never known a holiday season where I didn't see my extended family so uh it'll be interesting. I think my Nana wants to do like a Zoom call where we all, she sent us all these games, like this ring toss thing. And so I think she wants us to do like a virtual ring toss game over Zoom. Not sure how it's going to go, but it should be interesting.
0: I mean, I know it's not going to be that different from the regular school year, but I feel like it's going to be a much needed mental break, even though we've only been back for two weeks since Thanksgiving giving break. I just feel like everything is so hard mentally right now. So it's gonna be much needed. Uh, like talking to a lot of people, like a lot of people like,
7: lost like their motivation for school. And a lot of people already had, like didn't have that much. They're kind of just like, well, it's just what you, you, you go to school and you graduate and go to college. Like that's like what you do. But people just kind of like do it just cause. And so now people have even less motivation. Like, people are, like, beyond burnt out now. It's like, oh, did I have class today? I'm, I don't, I'm, not, I'm not going. I don't feel like it. And it's just, yeah, it's like, it's like not having it in person, especially not being able to, like, hang out with people and interact with people in between classes. Uh, it's just, Um. yeah, people just aren't feeling it anymore. They're just not feeling it.
3: Yeah, Jeremy, your teachers feel the same way. Like we love our jobs and it's just so hard to stay to keep the motivation up and keep keep doing what we're doing. And we also find it's just a lot harder to do our jobs this way. And so it's it's been a struggle. Um, And and I know that when when your teachers get to see you in in the Zoom rooms they are so happy to see you and a few of us got to see folks at campus this week, and it was like, it felt like a miracle. <laughs> like, oh my gosh, humans! Uh, but there's something to that energy that you get when you're with others, that you, you can't really recreate over the computer. As, you know as close as I get to the Zoom screen. <laughs> it you know, doesn't matter how much I lean in, it's still just a computer screen. Um, so yeah, the struggle is real
5: um leading back into like winter break and like what we're doing like i know not everyone celebrates christmas but a lot of people do it's a very popular holiday you know so um i'm going to form another debate and hopefully this one doesn't fall like the other one which christmas song is the best now see my personal favorite is the christmas song it's a very original name i know
2: (laughs) that's a good song um Two of my favorite artists, Camila Cabello and John Mendes' Cover it. It was a beautiful cover. I love the mellow voices. For me, I definitely have to say, though, that my, like, all-time Christmas song, the one that I know, I can't really. Ugh. Okay, so one is All I Want for Christmas Is You, a classic Mariah Carey um, that's always a classic for me, but also, um, Santa Tell Me by Ariana Grande is just an amazing Christmas song as well, I love that song, so I can't really choose between those, but yeah.
5: Those are good choices, honestly. I mean, all I I
3: want for Christmas is you is just a good song, period. Like, I could listen to it in June. I could listen to it in September. I listen to it pretty much every day in December. And when I put that on at five o'clock, every child in my house starts dancing because that's what we do.
7: Yeah, it's been really popular, especially in American culture throughout the years, ever since it came out. And there's like the joke, there's a joke that goes like uh, around among like retail workers, like during Christmas time, where it's like, oh, okay it's time for All I Want for Christmas is You to be blasting on speakers for three hours straight again. (laughs) Because, like, it's so popular, so they just play it all the time. And it's just something, like, we're all used to. Like, oh, it's coming back again. I'm kind of thinking, like, man, I wonder how much of her income it, like, supports, like, with the royalties. Because, like, every year around Christmas time, just a bunch of people play it over and over again. Yeah.
1: Is it Mariah Carey's original song? I've only ever heard her sing it. Oh, that she wrote that? Yeah. Oh, okay.
2: Yeah, sure. that's I it that is. Heard. It is over 25 years old. I think it's turning 26 this year, but it is one of the most iconic Christmas songs. Yeah. I,
6: I really like those two songs that Matthew said, but I also like Jingle Bell Rock. That's kind of like a, also a classic Christmas song. So like, but I also like Santa Tell Me and All I Want for Christmas is You
8: bruh no one has even said last christmas by wham i feel so offended
5: that is also a really strong contender i feel like it's so hard to pick it's so hard to pick
8: it's so good i mean i love mariah carey too but like both of those songs i constantly listen to like all the time they're so good i even listen to last christmas like when it's not even christmas like i listen to it during the summer
1: it's
7: hard for me to pick because like every year like I forget half the songs until someone mentions them or until I hear them. So like I like even during this conversation, I'm like, oh yeah, that's a thing. Yeah, I forgot yeah, about that. Apple. Apple yeah, Music that just it.
2: like makes me remember every single one with that, but was like I can only remember like name five from the but then Apple Music makes me remember every single one. Um I guess this is a perfect segue. Um so I guess we can another debate mariah carey is the queen of christmas um i don't know if y'all heard she has that mariah carey's magical christmas special on apple tv plus i have not seen it yet i'm waiting to watch on my family but i've seen the trailer and i've listened to the soundtrack love her voice um i think my favorite song from the soundtrack is oh santa with her jennifer hudson and ariana grande and then the whistle notes are just amazing but what do we think is mariah carey the queen of christmas
1: I mean,
7: no yeah, she doesn't really have any, like, contenders, for, like, really, like, like especially, like, like, the backbone of it is, like, her song, like, All I Want For Christmas Is You, that she kind of, like, segues Yeah, if her, you like, really,
2: like, go and ask someone, like, name me your favorite Christmas song, most of the time I think people will say All I Want For
7: Christmas. Yeah, like, there's not really anyone that had, like, that same status, like, in relation to Christmas by making their own song, that like, top of the charge, that people still play to this day, like, dec- like. Decades later, like, it's just, yeah, she just kind of ingrained herself into Christmas. Like, it's something you just expect at this point, you know?
5: I don't know if it's just me, but I feel like, like, she's the only, like, artist who's made a Christmas song where you recognize the song with the artist. Like, all the other songs, you only recognize them by their names, but if you say Mariah Carey, you know what song you're referring to, you know? Yeah, like,
2: like on Apple Music, if you go to, oh, yeah. On Apple Music, if you go to uh, Mariah Carey and go to her Essentials playlist, the first song you will see is All I Want For Christmas Is You. And then the fact that she has two essentials playlists on Apple Music, she has the regular essentials, and then has a whole other playlist of just her Christmas songs, I mean, come on.
1: I just feel like when I think of Christmas music, I think of Mariah Carey and All I Want For Christmas. Uh, yeah. Because I don't know her with, from her original songs. I only know her from her Christmas songs. But my mom is like, Maddie, you got to listen to Mariah Carey because she's great.
3: <laughs> I can get you a playlist that I, that I rocked when I was in high school because she's been around that long. She's one of my favorites from, from when I was in probably my sophomore year of high school. Um, she's definitely the queen of Christmas. I am so excited for you all to watch her special. She is literally sparkling the entire special. She has amazing outfit changes. Uh, she has, there are guest uh, appearances on the on the special, and it's just good fun. You can play it a few times.
8: Um. Well, yes. The songs are great and I love them, but turns out there's a darker side to Christmas, so there's this really really scary legend tied to it and it's actually pretty funny, but it was super terrifying to me, like, when I was a child and it's called Krampus. Has anyone heard of it at all? Yeah.
2: Yeah. Didn't I remember didn't like, make like a movie?
7: Yeah, like yeah. after, like, uh, yeah. it started, like, like it went into like no one like knew about it for a while and then like uh like because the digital age and everyone's connected now like we started learning a lot more about just everything in general and so like when people start learning about campus again like movie directors like oh this is a perfect like movie directors who like specialize in like halloween specials and like like hill horror movies and things like that like oh i can like i can find work for christmas now i can find some stuff for christmas because i specialize in horror movies but you, you know you don't want santa scaring little kids so you can have a separate thing you can get the material of Krampus and like like ooh, if you like Halloween more than Christmas but you're kind of bummed out the Halloween's over you can go watch Krampus related movie thank you
8: yeah for sure and it also teaches a lesson to little kids to not be naughty because like Christmas always has the gift of giving sure but there always needs to be some kind of Discipline, in it like like there was with Thanksgiving, for example, because you're thankful, but with Christmas now, I guess parents oh, a long time ago decided to create a legend, a really popular legend from Europe, and it's about, like, a half-goat, half-demon monster that punishes, like, misbehaving children, like, directly on Christmas. He'll kidnap them, and then he will proceed <laughs> to graphically beat them with sticks until they... <laughs>
1: I know, it's pretty crazy. I, th- I
8: think we got the gist. I think yeah, the a little gist, more intense
1: though. than the coal in the stocking. Yeah, yeah,
7: yeah. yeah. I, I think, like, when the coal isn't enough, like, okay, I'm bringing out the Krampus. And it's really, yeah, yeah, like, it, like, it's, like, pretty much, like, a lot of, like, the fairy tales are just things in the past uh, that we learn about. It's just a lot more dark long time ago. <laughs> like, like, it usually gets, like, watered down or, like, sugar-coated, like, for, like, as time goes on as people like and as civilization goes on but like especially like the original fairy tales like the grim like the brothers grim stuff like that really dark stuff it's crazy
8: yeah it's like the it's like the how do I call it it's the Christmas version of the boogeyman pretty much and I don't think a lot of people still know about Krampus but he will always like sit in my head because I was so scared when I was a child about him kidnapping me I don't know why I believed that legend so much but I kind of still do maybe it's just like fear but
7: I mean a half goat half demon like kidnapping you hitting you with a stick doesn't sound very pleasant especially a child so you know that's gonna stick (laughs) yeah
0: am I the only one that feels like Krampus looks so cool I don't know why he looks so disgusting but at the same time so cool
8: he looks like what people see as Satan, which is like really scary because people say that he's the son from hell. So it has some really scary origins that people have either made up or I don't know if it's real. I really don't know.
7: I mean, like the interesting thing, like I don't know what the deal is with goats. Like, there's always like some like, like the demons and stuff. There's always like some goats. I don't know. I never knew why. But yeah, like, um, that's probably what was the intention. They probably like got like. I like someone probably like did a painting of like the image of like a demon or Satan it was like oh yeah I, I, like scary enough let's make it like into Krampus and put it into like this holiday and especially because um like Christmas was seen as like a Christian holiday but it has like pagan stuff like the tree is like an idol. that's pagan stuff and they did that to kind of like try to convert pagans into Christianity and so it actually makes a lot more sense like when you have like the Krampus like being someone looking like Satan because Christmas was kind of like a way to get uh, pagans to come over so of course it's going to be like Christian stuff like those white people like oh it's Jesus's birthday you know that type of thing because like you're trying to like hey come on in you can still
1: have your little pagan stuff here and there but like there's a crossover here. check this out and so you yeah. I feel like we're very, like, hyper-focused on just,
5: like, the end of December, but, like, the break also, like, stretches until, like, the beginning of the new year, which is crazy to think about that it's so close.
0: Yeah, we're
7: gonna be gone for the whole rest of December. We're gonna be gone for a while. Yeah. I wonder how, yeah, I wonder how, like, I wonder what, like, creative things people are gonna do with, like, their holiday, because I remember um, getting, like, bring like, getting gifts, of course, like, growing up, like... The you're not as like as excited about like about a uh, Christmas as like little kids are of course because like you know like oh like learn, remember like learning in the playground like oh Santa isn't real it's like no nah, you're lying those are lies don't say <laughs> like, things like that and so like it's like it's a lot especially special for little kids and so like the great one of the great things is like because like little kids are so like immersed in fantasy you can still kind of work around the pandemic because like my parents like. They're buying the gifts, right? And they're coming in an Amazon package because we're ordering. And my sister hasn't put two and two together that like, oh, this package comes in, and then the next day there's another gift wrap box under the tree. And parents like, oh, Santa came again. He stopped by, dropped by a gift because they don't want to like wrap it all right before the night. So they're just like putting it under the tree. And so yeah, it's just pretty interesting how people are, uh, what people are going to do. And people are still doing the decorations around the houses. And the great thing about that is that you can still drive around and look at the decorations. So it's still, like, a little bit of fun that could be had. So it's pretty cool.
6: Yeah, and it's just, like, it's crazy to me and, like, how, like, 2020 is, like, almost over. Like, I guess this is an open question to everyone. Like, what are people's plans for the New Year's and, like, how has it um, changed with the pandemic or if it's changed at all?
0: Well, I know you... Oh, sorry. I know usually people have parties on New Year's to sort of like to bring in the New Year's. Um, I usually don't go to them, but my plans aren't really going to change. I'm probably just going to stay up till midnight as always and eat food. So that sounds fun to me.
2: Yeah, same. Uh, for New Year's, usually what I do is um, usually I'm at my grandma's house, but I've been like, kind of quarantine with my grandma. So we might just come here and do the countdown. Usually after the countdown, we'd go to my mom's friend's house, but I don't think Because they would have like a party there, but I don't think um, that's happening this year. So I think I'm just gonna stay here and be surrounded by family during the New Year's and just hope that the New Year's will be better than 2020 for sure.
1: I think it's kind of cool to think about, or not cool, but interesting how like 2020 has been such a historical year. And though it's coming to an end, we're all excited for 2020 to be over, but January 1st is going to roll around and we're still going to be in the same position. And I think it'll be interesting to see what happens over 2021 with the vaccine and where how the pandemic progresses and where all this goes. But I feel like I'm trying to prep myself for like 2021 to be another historical year that it's one for the textbooks and... (laughs)
7: Yeah, I can't wait for um, like kids, like the kids coming up, going to like high school and stuff, and middle school. I'm mean, like, wait, wait, we have the 2020 section. Oh my god, and it's just like, like, just like a whole big chunk of a chapter. It's like here's everything that happened in contemporary history this year. Uh, we're gonna spend a month in this one chapter. Just like, there's so much going on, and yeah, like I was like, I remember like saying jokes online. People were like, like when like the tone like of the clock. At like twelve, like uh, twelve o'clock on like December thirty first, and uh, and so it's like uh, instead of like going to January, it's like twenty twenty, like part two, or just when we went to like the thirteenth month. It just like, keeps going, and it's kind of just like showing people's like fears, like I just want this to be done. I want this to be over. But yeah, of course, like January first, it isn't just gonna be like okay, everything's gone now. It was a simulation. It was actually a test. You Guys did good. <laughs> So yeah, I'm 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 people are worried, but I'm kinda like excited for the future. Cause usually like when stuff like this happens, like when um uh, there's like a lot of chaos, usually like after the chaos, usually like, some good things happen. So you know, I'm I'm excited for the future.
3: Well, I wanna hear what how everyone is excited too. Like what are we planning for twenty twenty one? What are our New Year's resolutions? So I would love for everyone to go around and share their New Year's resolutions. And if you do have some New Year's plans, still left to share, I'll share that too. Um,
6: Well, for me, for my New Year's resolution, um, because I can't control like how fast the vaccine will come out. So just to like make the best of my situation, really like cherish my friends and like the good people in my life who I care about and just like work on myself and like try to be the best person I can be.
2: Yeah, um, going off on that, I think one of my New Year's resolution is to live in the moment and try not to focus on the future because I'm always trying to plan things out before they even happen or anything. I want to live more in the moment and recognize what's around me and not what's gonna happen and just let what happens happen because at the end of the day, you can't really change the future. So that's definitely New Year's resolution I want to work on.
5: I think like for me, I really want to focus on just being like more grateful for everything that I have. Because like, like over this pandemic, like I've come to realize like, you know, I have, I still have people around me, like I still have my family here, I'm still able to talk to my friends. Like I still have like food to eat, water to drink, still have a house to live in. So like. I feel like I need to be more self-aware of what's happening around me and what I should
1: be grateful for so yeah. I feel like being able one of mine is to uh, kind of take the opportunity to slow down a little bit more and use it to our advantage whether that be spending a lot of time with family or uh, getting better in an instrument. And flossing. Flossing's always in there. I'm going to start it this year. It's actually going to happen. Uh, <laughs> it's been like a five-year thing probably. I've been wanting to floss for so long it just hasn't gotten into my dental regime. But I really want to uh, take this time to try to get better at playing the piano. I've played for a long time, but it's always been just kind of a side hobby for me. And uh, I agree with everybody else. That said, I think being grateful and kind of being aware of what we have is really important and something to continue taking on into 2021.
3: I, For me, my, my New Year's resolution is to watch less TV. And I, I think that's going to be tricky given the pandemic and my normal routine, which is to watch TV until midnight. Um, but I want to read more. And I want to also sleep in less and exercise more. Um, both behaviors are not really conducive to pandemic, um, that, that's my goal. Other um, New Year's resolutions?
7: Uh, I'm kind of with you. Uh, let's go, uh, let's go on uh, on the like less uh, consuming media type thing. Because I have Netflix, I have my PlayStation, and, yeah. I, and yeah. I know how to pirate like movies and shows. So I just like watch whatever I want, essentially, as long as it has like as long as it's come out. Like newer stuff is harder to pirate. Need more skills for that. It's kind of difficult, but yeah, it's just like if I want to watch it one way or another, I'm gonna watch it, you know. And so, like having that access, you know, like I could just like sit down and just like watch stuff all day. But um, something that I've noticed is like something I've noticed like when I have like during breaks, I'm actually more productive in the sense that like like school takes up a lot of my energy like in like I work a lot through school. So all I wanna do is relax for the rest of the day. And so I don't really have that time for like personal, like stuff, things I wanna achieve. Like I just put my like energy into class and so I wanna relax after class, but then I have like robotics and that's like my personal thing. Like my personal thing I gotta work on for the competition and stuff. So I'm trying to like find that balance between like, okay, well maybe I'll just take a break off of work and focus on this, maybe I'll take a break off of like relaxing, focus on this. And so just working on my schedule
1: and where I want to, like, I want to be able to, like, organize myself more. I
0: definitely want to start working out more and eating healthier because some days after school, I'm just like, you know what? I'll eat a box of cookies, and that's definitely not healthy. So that's something I want to do. I also want to uh, get off technology a lot more because even during breaks, I stay on my computer and just, like, watch Netflix or something, just to pass time. I mean, it's easier, but it's definitely not like good mentally because it just keeps me in the mindset of like keeping myself in the loop, so.
6: Yeah, I guess another goal of mine is, I agree with Joey, like spending less time like with technology, because my screen time is way too high. And also like improving my sleep schedule because during the weekday, like. I tend to go to bed way too late and I have to wake up like early for class and it's like not healthy. So I'm like trying to work on going to bed earlier and like waiting for staying up late for the weekends where I can actually sleep in.
8: Yeah, I oh sorry, Mia. I <laughs> I um am not really confident as a person. So I want to be more confident in myself because um a lot of people say that I am pretty inside out and although I don't believe them, I know that I will
4: eventually with my New Year's resolution. Um yeah, and then I just kind of agreed with Joey, which which was like um staying off of technology. And I also agree with I know there were a few people that said this, but kind of um like taking life a little more slowly and showing more gratitude to like what's happening now instead of always being like thinking about what's going to happen instead of just thinking about what is currently happening. Thank you.
0: Uh, well, thank you everyone for listening to, listening into the podcast today and we hope to see you next time we release podcast. Um, have a great day. Goodbye. Bye. Thank
1: see you, you next everyone. year. Bye. Thank you.